0: <laughs> oh my god welcome to the show <laughs> i really
1: wanted to start with that because eric we found this week is really good at animal noises he's been doing it a lot with olivia um like going doing like puzzles with her animal puzzles and we have animal books and he's really good at animal sounds what was the other one that you're just do a couple i mean, gonna... we're gonna do it fast and hard fast and hard okay Ooh. you gave us turkey mm. that's not a turkey that was a cow. I'm giving you the animals. Meow. No. Stop. <laughs> Tiger. Roar? <laughs> what? Oh my god. That's like
0: the hardest one.
1: Horse. <laughs> <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> uh cat. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> uh fish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I don't know. There was one other one that did really good that I didn't. I didn't can't know. remember. No.
1: But anyways, he has a hidden talent.
0: We started asking our little Google Home station to play animal noises so that Olivia could coordinate the sound with the picture that we were well, showing her. Well,
1: hold up. Most of the time we ask Google to play the sound because we don't know what sound that animal makes. I didn't know what a horse sounded like. I didn't know what a ape sounded like. Or a zebra. Yeah. Zebras make crazy noises.
0: Zebras are weird. Yeah.
1: Okay, anyways, welcome, 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 welcome. to the show. Happy weekend. And we it's wanted to talk It's been a long ass
0: week. Yep. So the weekend is a welcome.
1: Yeah, for sure. Today I um did a thing on my Insta stories where it was like uh, spending a day with me and I basically just like did every, I just showed everything that I did for the day, um which surprisingly was a lot of work and it, like mentally it was hard to always remember to have my phone out when I was like feeding Olivia or making my lunch and just showing like every step and I think that one of the reasons I wanted to do it was because... I feel like right now I'm a stay-at-home mom until my new job starts, and it feels like every day is very like unimportant. That I'm just keeping this baby alive, keeping the house together, and like, what did I actually do? So it was cool to document myself and document all the things that I do, and to look through the story and be like, whoa, I do a lot in a day. And um, just to give myself credit and to actually realize and see how much I do was exciting, and then also to realize that, like, you don't have to be doing amazing, life-changing things to, like, still inspire people, and I think that people are just really nosy, so... <laughs> I always like to watch what people do in their daily life, even if I don't really know them.
0: Yeah, sometimes just taking a shower is good enough for the day.
1: Well, not in <laughs> not in my, not in my world. Not no, unless I, you're I, on your I watched your then. stories
0: too, and I think it just makes you realize kind of how much you do all day. Like, you forget but when about you're staying
1: stuff. at home taking care of a baby, it doesn't really feel like you're doing anything. Yeah. Even though you're doing so much, and so it was just interesting to actually document it all and realize that I do do things. I'm not at a normal job where I get emails and people say, I need you to get this out by Friday and I need you to be in this meeting, but I'm still doing things and and doing things in an effective way and checking things off my list and just keeping the house running and the baby happy and everybody fed. And so I thought it was cool to kind of see that.
0: Thank goodness, because I can't keep the house running when I'm answering all the emails.
1: (laughs) Yeah, true. Very true. Well, do you want to talk about your high and your low for the week? What are you drinking?
0: i am drinking a moxa ipa it's the brewery that we love going to yeah and it's a lot of fun yep good beers
1: i don't like beer but i'm glad that you like it
0: you had a little bit of a time where you liked it
1: yeah i was really into stouts the dark beers for maybe like a year and th- one time we went to a party at moxa for all the members and they gave you a bracelet where you got five free drinks and they were pouring anything you wanted and I only liked stouts, so I got five stouts, and they're, like, really sweet and sugary and heavy and dark. They're and all,
0: like, 16%. Really
1: high alcohol, and I felt, like, garbage after that, so then I kind of weaned myself it's off. She's
0: had a three-year hangover ever since.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, I am drinking my new favorite flavor of,
0: oh.
1: of La Croix. I have a sparkling water thing. I just love sparkling waters. We have a whole outside fridge basically dedicated to sparkling waters and beer. Um, I really love, we've talked about this, the Target brand are so good. They have like really intense flavor. I'm not a huge fan of LaCroix because the flavors aren't really strong. The one LaCroix that I do like normally is tangerine because it tastes like more tart and it just tastes different than orange wood. It actually like, has some flavor. It tastes like a tangerine. I don't yeah. know. It just tastes different. But then I was at Target today and I saw this new flavor and it made me so excited because ever since I was little, guava has been one of my favorite. Flavors. I love guava. I love passion orange guava juice. I love guava nectar. I just love like guava flavored drinks. And so it's the new Lacroix guava Sao Paulo sparkling water.
0: So I have to ask, have you ever actually had a guava?
1: No. <laughs> Do
0: you know what it looks like? Would if you went to the store, would you be able to pick it out?
1: It's right there on the Lacroix bottle.
0: That's the inside of it. <laughs> I wouldn't know what it looks like. Probably not. I would probably think it was like a mango or something.
1: It's so good. I've had two today. I love them.
0: Nice. Yeah. So, highs and lows. Would you like to start? Nope. My low was that it was just a really hard work week. I probably put in an extra 10 hours and was just super busy all week and feeling overwhelmed and feeling like I couldn't get caught up. Yeah. So that kind of sucked
1: yeah it was rough you've been working from home and it's nice because like i'll take care of Liv. but every once in a while if i need to do something or go somewhere or i need eric to watch the baby for 10 or 15 minutes he can do it like while he's working but this week was very intensive on him and so he really couldn't watch the baby at all um which i get i'm not upset about that at all but it definitely like tested my ability as well and my um energy i think um but i think i did really good i tried to not stay over not be overwhelmed and have a lot of grace for olivia when she was when she was having a hard day and a hard time Um, i tried to still keep the house going and keep food on the table and made
0: some fun dinners oh my god you made some killer dinners
1: but now it's friday and i am drained exhausted So tired, like I don't know, I feel like I kind of hit a wall today where my mom brain, my mom bod was like, whoa dude, like I'm so excited to have shared custody for the weekend.
0: Yeah. Five o'clock rolled around today and both of us were just like we took a deep breath together and just kind of like wow.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. Um so it's been quite the quite the week, but I'm really proud of both of us for making it. We've done such a good job. And what else did we want to talk about?
0: How Wait, about your high for the week?
1: Did you do highs and lows? Uh, no. So you told me, do you want to go first? I said, no. <laughs> well, I did my low
0: and I said that it was a hard a week. A hard week, yeah. It was um, work and but my high was probably playing softball. Yeah. Just getting out of the house and having some time to just go be competitive.
1: It's super cool that you can do like... We kind of have a mom and dad night of the week where um, Mondays are my mom night where I I don't have to, but I can leave the house or go do something for myself. I can go out on DoorDash or get a massage or go to the grocery store just do something alone on mondays and he'll be with babe and put her to bed and then tuesday i hang out with the baby at night and can put her to bed um, eric goes and plays softball on his softball team and it's just cool to have monday and as like a designated night for both of us to be alone and doing our own thing i think that's really healthy
0: i think so too it's a lot of fun
1: my low would probably be this really difficult week in the nation in regards to race and justice and racial injustice. Um, there was the, the trial and we watched a little bit of that on Monday or Tuesday, I think the George Floyd trial. And, um, then the verdict came out obviously on, I think Wednesday, um, maybe it was Tuesday. And then, the killing of, I wish I remembered her name. I should have written it down. Um, but the killing of the 16 year old girl by the police officer that happened the same day as the ruling. And it just really broke my heart. And, um, I don't know. I was just angry. I was sad. I was frustrated. I felt, I feel so helpless that our nation is in such a volatile, hateful state. Um, I feel so stuck in not being able to change any of that on a big, on a larger scale. And I just had a really hard time that night and going to sleep. Um, I was just kind of reeling from it. And I think it, it just gets to a certain point where you have to turn off the news and stop reading articles on your phone and kind of get back into yourself and get grounded and get back into your heart center and your heart space because... Um, being pulled outside of you and having all of your energy be spent on anger and frustration and helplessness at the end of the day isn't going to help anyone. It's important to take that frustration and pain and anger and, and get back into yourself and figure out what are my next steps and how can I take really, really good care of myself today. So
0: So what are some of those steps? Because we kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit. It's It's been such a hard week that we've had to... Kind of focus a little bit on our internal what-do-I-need-right-now Yeah. feelings and kind of learning how to, well, maybe not learning, but um, focusing on loving ourselves a little bit and making sure that we are good on the inside. And I know for me, <clears throat> even though sometimes when it's a hard week, you know, if you're working long hours or if you're just exhausted, so sometimes if it's a hard week, you can kind of get lazy or just use being tired as an excuse and think you know I don't want to do this I don't want to go to that but it actually has the reverse effect for me when I drag myself out of bed if I'm exhausted that morning and then go to the gym and work out even if it's for 20 minutes or you know just a light workout or something I come back and I'm I'm energized I mean most nights or most mornings I wake up and I I think I can't wait to come home and take a nap or I you know maybe I can get a 10 minute nap in before work but when I'm done at the gym I'm like I'm energized I'm ready for the day I don't even need my coffee like it, it's energizing. It makes you feel good. It makes you have energy for the day.
1: Yeah, taking care of your physical body is definitely important. Um, so I think what was hard is that with everything with the news and finding out about the trial. When I woke up the next day, I just felt really tired and um, on edge. And I could tell that as I was dealing with Liv and her frustration or her struggles, that I was just really low on patience. And it's the kind of day that you you would go really easy on yourself and take a break. And drink some tea and do some self-care and some journaling if you didn't have a kid. But I have a six-month-old baby. And so I kind of had to find ways to take care of myself and to recenter myself um, and to get back to myself with with having a baby. So um, something that I did was yoga. I haven't really been um, super into yoga. I like Pilates mostly. But yoga is really great when I just want to get back in touch with my body and feel really grounded. Um, it's such a spiritual workout like you leave feeling so much more calm and in in touch with your breath and your breathing and your emotions it's just a great way to clear your mind and to think Um, instead of feeling like frantic and thinking about my to-do list i can actually think about things when I'm doing yoga and just feel like I can sort out my brain a little bit so that's really great and then I took a break off social media I think that it's important to take breaks um, whether it's an hour or six hours or 12 hours it doesn't have to be some week-long sabbatical but just taking little moments to get away from the bombardment is important I think that we can all be so overstimulated by social media and not even realize it um, every time we go on we see posts about recipes that we should make or the news and the injustice in the world or you see posts from moms that make you feel crappy about yourself or you see pictures of pretty girls that make you feel not skinny enough and all of a sudden in 30 seconds you've felt like crap you felt angry you felt so many different emotions and we've gotten so out of touch with ourselves and we don't even realize what social media does to us emotionally anymore because it's become normalized but sometimes you need to stop the influx and stop the um Stimulation to get in touch with, and to sort out what's already going on inside of you without adding more to it. You know.
0: Yeah, totally. I think a big thing that I kind of resonated with that you did too, and I accidentally kind of walked in on it is you had this breathing exercise (laughs) on the TV, and it was literally just this guy going like, one, two, breathe, breathe, one, two, breathe. No, he was was just breathing. It was. It was weird. I walked in and kind of looked at you with a weird look on my face. It like, was what a whole video of
1: him doing this. And you were supposed to follow there like in tune with what he was doing.
0: Yeah. To me, that says one, two, breathe. Okay. But anyways, so you were just sitting there on the couch doing it for like 20 minutes. And I brought my laptop in and I sat down and I worked next to you. And I kind of found myself doing the breathing thing with you. And it's crazy how... For me, especially when I get stressed out or if I get tense, I forget to breathe. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like literally there's something called the breath of life. Like you have to breathe to live. And if you cut off your oxygen, it you get foggy brained. You aren't as productive. You aren't as focused. You just don't feel right.
1: Yeah. I have so many thoughts on this. I love the breath. I love breathing. I love breath. It's called breath work and it's so cool. It's a practice that's coming more and more into the forefront and more and more popular in in society. It's, um, akin to meditation or yoga. Um, and it's literally just breathing. It's, there's no like spiritual aspect or spiritual component into it. It's just guided breathing. Um, because it's the concept that when you get in touch with your breath and you're oxygenating your body and just taking a moment to just breathe, it's literally freeing and it can bring down your walls and it can um, help you to have revelation or if you felt stuck or if you felt anxious or overwhelmed. And what's so cool is this has been a technique for so long and I just don't think it's had like a name of breath work because anxiety when you're anxious or someone's having a panic attack you tell them to breathe because all of a sudden you're like shallow breathing you're not breathing at all and so you feel dizzy and you feel lightheaded and you feel anxious and and then it's a cycle and it makes it worse and I remember in the peak of my anxiety and panic um one time in particular I remember I was driving home from work and it was a job that had induced and caused my panic um attacks I was leaving work and I was driving home, so I still had about a half an hour, and I just was in the midst of a panic attack where you can kind of feel it like a contraction, like getting stronger and stronger, and it feels like... It's coming on. It's full on. Like I'm in this, and I, I'm either gonna spiral and need to take like some CBD or an Ativan to just like drive myself home, or I can try something new. And I remember intuitively in the car, like not having a meditation or a person tell me to do it or anything on. But all of a sudden, I just was like, just breathe. And so I started deep breathing, deep belly breathing, where on the inhale your your belly goes out. And you really take a long inhale, you hold long exhale, you hold. And I started doing that for maybe five or 10 minutes on the drive home. And I stopped the panic attack. Like it began to reduce and, and to, to, I started to recover a little bit and to feel more like myself and to feel like I was in control of my brain again. And it was just such a revelatory moment of damn, like your breath is just as powerful as an adivan Like that's insane. Um, and so I think breath work is so powerful. I don't do it enough. And like Eric said, I also will just randomly in times in my life or in my day, I'll be like, I'm not breathing. Like I'm, I've been holding my breath all day or I've been so stressed. I'm holding my breath. Um, and I think a lot of us do that or we just take really shallow surface breaths. And so it's so cool to connect to your breath. It's so cool to let that be like a spiritual practice in and of itself. It's so simple, but so like delectable and yummy like I don't know it's just so like mm, I love just indulging in my breath like it's just so cool because it's a tool that we always have it doesn't cost anything you don't have to go anywhere you don't have to do anything specific or take a class you can just breathe (laughs) and um in a class that i've taken in the past uh the teacher talked about how um in the bible our breath the word breath when god breathed life life into us is called the ruah and ruah is breath of life and how he breathed life into us and it was his spirit literally his holy spirit his ruah is 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 the word for breath so spirit and breath aren't like they're not two different words where it's the holy spirit is a word and then it's ruah in this passage or whatever it was that they were the same thing and so um this teacher's you know practice and teaching was that in our breathing we are connecting to our spirits and to to the spirit of god in us and i fully believe that and i have seen it time and time again in my own life of all of a sudden, you're breathing in Ruah. You're just br- deeply breathing in and gulping in spirit. And you leave your your breath practice feeling different. So I think it's so cool.
0: Yeah. And it, it's for everybody. It's literally anybody can do it. Everybody has to do it. Yeah. I remember when we first got together, um, and even recently, I sometimes just take a deep breath. And and you're like, what's what's wrong? you know and it's nothing's wrong sometimes I just forget to breathe deep enough and you know yeah. you almost feel overwhelmed from the short breaths or whatever and like you have to catch up so then you take yeah. a deep breath to kind of bring your body back to central um, but what you were talking about uh, as far as just the practice of breathing and everything um, took me back to my days when I was playing baseball and every time before the game like driving to the games I would get so anxious and I, as a kid I never knew what it was and it was it was good because it was like the competitive fire like I was excited for the game and once the game would start I wouldn't have that like nervousness or anything like that or that shortness of breath but then once I got into high school I realized like oh like it's almost like an anxiety thing like just take a deep breath and let your body center yeah and um I started like my sophomore year every time I'd step in the batter's box just taking a real deep breath before I went in there and it I've made me better. Like I was a yeah. better player from
1: it. It's crazy because it can change things so quickly. It's not like you have to sit there and do a 20 minute breath practice. I, that is like, so my jam, I will sit there for 45 minutes and do a breathing practice, but you can do it for 30 seconds. You can do it for a minute. My Apple watch even sends me reminders throughout the day that says, do you want to breathe? Let's do a one minute breathing exercise together and it, it will walk you through like the breathing in and the breathing out um but you can just do it for a minute you know and i used to be so i love meditation in the form of just grounding centering i it's helped so much with anxiety i think a lot of my anxiety at the core comes from um a fear of rejection um also just not being in tune with my spirit or my mind i get really um, in my head. And I'm like, this is my to-do list. I'm not going to feel any emotion. Part of that's just how I grew up of everyone's fine. Everything's fine. We don't talk about emotions or or really like dive into that, which, you know, all of us have our childhood stories. No family was perfect. And it gives us a launching pad for us as adults to where do we want to grow and what things do we want to change and, and, um and get better at. And so for me, sometimes I, I fall into that habit of All week, I've just been internally saying, I'm fine, I'm fine as a survival tactic. And then all of a sudden, you have a panic attack because your mind and your body are like, hey, you're not fine. There's all these little and big things going on that you've been totally ignoring. And so meditation is such a good way for me to stay in my body, to stay in my heart and my mind, to stay in control of what I'm thinking and feeling instead of just kind of letting life wash me around. Um, But I used to love doing like more visual meditations where... I would imagine myself like in my safe space or I would imagine myself like talking with God or just a million different things that I've done. But honestly, I don't know if it's just becoming apparent, but I am way too like exhausted and drained for that. It just takes a lot of brain power that honestly I don't have. Um, And so I really love that this breath work is a way that I can also reground and recenter without having to do like some you know 20 minute go to my safe place journal about it type of a thing those are awesome but that's just not practical for me anymore whereas breathing i can do on the toilet or in bed as i'm falling asleep
0: yeah definitely or just when you wake up or if you have a five minute break you can do whatever
1: yeah i was gonna say something else about breath work but i forgot were you gonna do you have anything else to add
0: no i think that's Got it all out and took a deep breath at the end. Well, if <laughs> I, fr- I remember. I forget to breathe when I talk.
1: <laughs> if I remember, we'll come back to it. But yeah, if you haven't tried it, um, I, I just YouTube breath work, guided breath work meditations um or you can just research a couple of the basic breath work practices there's um different ones like breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth there's some where it's like taking short breaths in your mouth and short breaths out of your mouth um, there's a couple different like breathing techniques if you will uh but i mean any way you breathe is a good way yeah true so so
0: we've been talking about it's been a hard week how we've been getting past it, you know, some techniques that we've done. One of the reasons why it's been a hard week is two nights ago, ten thirty at night, we're getting ready to go to bed and we hear some explosions.
1: Yeah, straight up explosions. Like
0: big time, not a little bottle rockets, not a little fireworks, not a car backfiring. Not even a gunshot. Like it was louder than everything.
1: Like just like a bomb. Um, we've heard our some of <laughs> some people in the neighborhood will buy illegal fireworks every Fourth of July. The like really loud, big ones. Um, like
0: the mortars that go up in the air, like the big ones.
1: But this was even more than that.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, it shook the house. It was. It started with one. And I initially kind of brushed it off and was like, oh, you know, maybe it's just a firework or something. And then we heard another one about five minutes later. And then kind of the same thing. I was like, I don't really know what it is. And we kind of, you know, looked around the house, looked out the back window, looked out the front window and tried to just kind of figure out what it was. And then there was like a five minute pause or so. So I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna take a shower. So then I jumped in the shower and even over the water and the music that I had playing, you still heard, two more big booms and I came out and I was like was that two more two more the the noises Julia and she's like yeah and she called the cops and the cops immediately answered and said are you calling about the big explosions blah 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 you know we're aware of it and she was like yeah I'm calling for that and um, they said they thought it was fireworks and so we went on next door and started looking at some messages that other people were posting some people were saying that people were driving by throwing stuff out of their car Some people were saying it was fireworks. Some people were saying it was bottle rockets. Some people were just clueless. And it ended up being that some neighbors found some, like, really large-scale bomb-type fireworks that had been modified. And people had been throwing them out the car. And it was on our street. It was about a mile away.
1: It was a couple of people in a car... And they did them around our neighborhood to the point where it almost, like, shook our house. It was so explosive. Um, But then I guess we kind of like we're putting the pieces together with next door and different neighbors and the, they drove up the street and did it in other neighborhoods. So all along our main street, maybe five miles uh, through Rockland, basically they went into different neighborhoods and just were setting off their little bombs, throwing them out the car window. Um, I I feel like it has something to do with George Floyd and protesting the the, um, the guilty murder verdict because it was
0: the same day the decision it was
1: only a few hours later um but that's also the day where I learned about the 16 year old girl who was shot and I just it was emotionally so draining and really scary um immediately as soon as I heard the first one I just thought of do I need to go grab Liv you know out of her crib out of her bed like are we safe um, what's going on? Do I need to, you know, like duck and cover basically? Um, it was wild. It was a
0: crazy night. And it's, it's hard not knowing what it is. Like you you don't know if it's gunshots. You don't know how close it is. You don't know if it's aggression. You don't, you just don't know. It, it's hard to figure out what you should do. Like you're saying, should you go get live? Should we leave? Should we lock that house? Should we lock the gate? Should we lock the front door? Like, it's just so many unknowns and then even the next day we still don't know what it is or what it was i mean we can speculate and think that it's the fireworks because somebody found a firework in their yard but was it all that or was it in 80s was it gunshots well you know yeah
1: yeah it was crazy so um yeah one of the things that we wanted to address today because i know a lot of people are probably feeling very heavy um, energetically, just with the world and society around them and what a rough week it's been. Um, if you don't feel that congratulations, give me your secrets. Um, but we just wanted to talk about kind of what we do in a practical way to help with a hard week. So, um, the breath work is huge. Yoga or like gentle movement is huge. Eric likes to go to the gym. Um, I also really like to cook because, um, I have a good friend and she said, um, When we were texting this week, she said, sometimes it's important when the world outside your home feels so uncontrollable to at least do something to feel like you're controlling the environment and the feeling of your home inside. And I couldn't agree more. And so sometimes I just like to cook and to show my family love and care and nurture through that because if I can't love and nurture the world, at least I can make a good meal for my family. And it also just like is time- alone and it really like um, taps into my creativity and I love it so I wanted to share a couple of the things that I've made because they have been so good I have been killing it I've felt kind of out of the cooking game since the baby was born but in the last week or so I made three really good meals and I was so proud of myself because sometimes they're duds sometimes the way that you picture it doesn't work out or the recipe isn't as good as you thought but I've made three really good things
0: So, a little background is, for ever since I've known you, you've always liked to cook. You've always found peace in cooking and made some great meals. I mean, like, legendary meals. (laughs) you made some carnitas that are just off the hook. I remember this chicken, chicken and waffles recipe that you made. Like, you have just made chili. Like, everything you could think of, you've made it. And this week, you made things you've never made before, and, like...
1: I thought it would be more fun that way.
0: Well, there's this TV show right now where they are trying to make famous fast food meals.
1: Yeah. Like, they, I've, the two that I've seen is that they had to remake the Crunchwrap from Taco Bell. And the other one that I saw was they had to remake the fish sandwich from McDonald's.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, the other one... I saw that. I don't think you saw it was the like original Burger King chicken sandwich. Yeah. So they're like trying to get all the flavor profiles right, but not necessarily make it look exactly the same.
1: Like elevated, but yeah, similar. Yeah. Like
0: famous chefs doing it. So
1: yeah.
0: it's pretty cool because I was working. I was out on a field review. I come home. The house smells amazing. And this is just one of them. But I walk in and the wife has made full on Crunch Wrap Supremes.
1: Yeah, they were really good. I wanted to make the Taco Bell Crunchwrap Supremes. I was watching Jaclyn Hill's video on YouTube about how she made them and how good they were. And it just, I was like, I could totally do that.
0: They were better than Taco Bell
1: oh yeah like a million times better it had real meat it had more meat than they put in it it was like a thick juicy It had like cheese sauce and cr- nacho
0: cheese and lettuce it had and crunchy tortilla.
1: like crunchy iceberg it had some pickled jalapenos
0: oh that's the trick that was the trick you <laughs> added jalapenos and i said this is better than Taco about what'd you do different and you're like i added jalapenos and i was like well, oh my god that's the trick
1: There was a lot of other little tweaks, but it was really good. I made Eric too, and he couldn't even finish them because they were like really hearty. They were huge. And I found a way to make it gluten-free for me. I made him just the traditional way, but I I can't eat gluten. And so um, I did the same, kind of the same thing with a gluten. So instead of making the Crunchwrap Supreme shape like a saucer, like a spaceship, um, I did basically everything the same and stuffed it the same and all the same ingredients, but I made it like a quesadilla with my gluten-free tortilla, and it was so good. Honestly, i'm making myself hungry right now i really want one i
0: know me too let's go to taco bell and get some crunch wraps
1: so i made that and then i also made this italian stuffed chicken that was really good i was just oh
0: my god that was hella good too she pounded out the chicken she stuffed it with garlic roasted red bell peppers I think there was some spinach in there.
1: There was sun-dried tomato, pesto. Sun-dried
0: tomato, pesto. Oh, my goodness.
1: It was so good. It was so good. And I didn't even have a recipe. I was just... It was funny because I was driving down the street that day doing errands with Olivia, and I was like, I am so bored. I want to do something tonight that's somewhat exciting and not just, like, feeding a baby and looking at my husband as we're both stuck at home. And so... Um, it just, I don't know. It just came to me. I was like, I should make stuffed chicken. I could totally.
0: Sorry about that. Gotta take the garbage out.
1: Party foul. Um, anyways, I just came up with this idea and it turned out so good. I mean, I feel like when you're kind of free balling it with no recipe and not even a real idea of what you're making, it can turn out really bad. But I feel like that's when I shine in a lot of the recipes that I make when it's very like... On the ball, actually turn out so good. Um, but I did put the recipe for that on my personal Instagram. It's Mrs. Griffin Eats. If you don't follow me already, um, if you want, I posted the recipe and all the directions on there. And oh, and then last night.
0: Hold on, we're not done with the chicken. I thought it was <laughs> clever because you, we sat down at the table and you're like, hey, babe, just so you know, there's five toothpicks in each piece of chicken. Uh huh. So I pulled out my five and I started eating my chicken.
1: Because you have to put the same amount in every piece of chicken. You need the toothpicks to keep it closed so everything doesn't open and all the ingredients come out like as you're sautéing it and stuff because it's like a rolled chicken. But I was like, if I put seven in one and two in another, you're not going to really know if you got them all out. And the worst thing would be to bite into a toothpick because you didn't know it was there so which happened what
0: happened
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i was so proud of myself when i told eric i put five toothpicks in every piece of chicken i pulled them out for mine you can pull them out of yours and that's a guarantee that if you find five you're good to eat there's not gonna be one hiding for you i get to my last bite of juicy chicken and there's a toothpick in it and i poked the roof of my mouth and i was so offended because i was like I pulled out five toothpicks, but apparently in my piece I put six for some reason.
0: She yelled at the toothpick. She broke the toothpick. No, I didn't. <laughs> Shut up.
1: So, anyways, then last night I made um, a corn chip, like I crushed up tortilla chips.
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was so good.
1: I crushed up tortilla chips and I breaded chicken in it like chicken nuggets. I just chopped up a chicken breast. The recipe for this is also on my Instagram, so don't worry, you can get in on this action. Um breaded it with corn like crushed up tortilla chip, air fried it to make it a little bit healthier. Um, and then I also made a air fryer um, buffalo cauliflower and I presented it really nice because we had um, his mom over for dinner. And so I had on one platter, I had all of the chicken and I made a homemade honey mustard dipping sauce. So that was on one tray. And then the other tray had all of the air fried buffalo cauliflower with like a drizzle of jalapeno ranch on top and then a bunch of fresh uh crunchy chopped up green onions on top and it was just it was beautiful it was delicious and i was like damn
0: it I- was like the super bowl of foods like i sat here and i <laughs> ate some breaded chicken wings with some perfect honey mustard some buffalo cauliflower with a little bit of ranch drizzle and some chives and i ate as much as i possibly could and we had leftovers for today and i ate it again
1: yeah and it was I, so good i like live for impressing people with my food like if you know me I just my personality type in general I am um a Taurus with a moon sign of an Aries and a rising sign of a Leo and that means that I am very in tune with how I come off and how people perceive me and I and I want to be impressive and I want to be good and I want to be applauded and I mean honestly like I'm I'm not even ashamed of that anymore. It's just who I am. And food is one way that I can do that and really um, hone my craft, I guess. So it's so fun to just amaze Eric because, I don't know, it's just amazing when he's like, this is life-changing. And I love it. So I'm really excited to keep cooking. I'm going to keep finding fun recipes to try. Thank you.
0: I told you how good it was all week, but I didn't applaud you. So there you go. You got what you wanted.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm also, if you want to talk about Enneagrams, have we, I don't think we've talked about Enneagrams really on a podcast. We should do one Maybe of Maybe
0: briefly, but yeah, we should.
1: But if you know about Enneagrams, um, it's so interesting how, I'll just say this really quick, in ter- in terms of personality tests, it's very interesting how everything really goes together. So <clears throat> it's not like I would find out that I'm an Enneagram 9, but then all of a sudden, you know, my, there's so many different personality types, like, work makes you do the the Myers-Briggs where you're like an ENFJ or whatever. Um, hey, that's me. But, really?
0: Yep. Really? Yep.
1: Oh, I just made that up. So anyways, what's so interesting is it, there's astrology. All of these are puzzle pieces that point to who you are internally, and they all complement each other. It's not that they're fighting against each other, and one's a, one's right or one's the ultimate personality test. They all are like feeding into who you are, and so what I just said about like my my um, astrology astrology sign. It totally is reflected in my Enneagram sign that I'm a nine with a wing one. And when I'm at my best, I act like a three, which is like the Leo, which is very proud and wants to be seen, wants to be the best, wants to very competitive, wants to just inspire people and be a leader. Um. so it's really cool to see and then in terms of like my Myers-Briggs there's personality types that tie in with that so I love personality types and tests and different mo- modes and modules and knowing what I'm considered and typed as because it just gives you a fuller broader picture of who you are it just opens the scope a little bit so that you can see like a little bit wider into your internal worlds and I think that that's like the coolest thing ever
0: yeah I know for me it's It's stuff you don't really realize about yourself. Totally. You read it and you're like, oh, shoot, that totally is me. I do react like that or I do act like this, right? Those are my feelings.
1: And it really helps you to take ownership over every part of yourself and especially to take ownership over parts of yourself that you may have shamed or abandoned or that that might have been in your shadow that you haven't even really seen. And so all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, instead of like shaming myself because, oh, I just want people to think I'm awesome. No, like it just, it's right there in all of my personality tests that i am just made to be a leader and I'm made to inspire people. And that's actually a really good thing. And it's okay to want to be seen. It's okay to want to inspire and it's okay to want to be great. And so something that's so cool about the different personality tests is just being able to take back and own every part of yourself.
0: Completely, yes.
1: <laughs> Anyways, okay. Um, I don't really have anything else to add. I just wanted to talk to you guys about how you can chill out this weekend, how we've been chilling out, some fun recipes, if you want to go check them out on my Instagram, um, randomly my love of personality tests. And yeah. thank you so much for listening and letting us burst your ear holes.
0: So take a deep breath. Think about what you might need in this moment. Relax. Recognize what you need and then do it.
1: Wow, babe, that was so zen. <laughs>
0: <sighs> well, I'm gonna go take the trash nugget. out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a chicken nugget, I'm taking the trash out. We out, have a good weekend.
1: Make sure that you um review and rate our podcast. I was so excited this week, I went and checked. I haven't looked recently, and we had three reviews, and I Heck was yes. so excited. Um, make sure you go and like us on our podcast page, Griffin unfiltered podcast on Instagram and my personal Instagram. If you want those recipes, Mrs. Griffin eats and, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a chill weekend. Have a
0: good weekend. See you later.